0: second, India have won the test match, India have won the series, they're going to get back for two, India home, Lords goes wild. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the 81 All Out podcast, this is Siddhartha Vaidyanathan at Sidvi on Twitter and uh, I'm joined today by the regular crew, Ashoka, Mahesh and Kartikeya, I link all their Twitter handles. Um, So, we're here to talk about uh, India's upcoming tour to South Africa, the test series, three test series that's coming up. Um, It's the one major test country where India are yet to win a test series, so it's always exciting, interesting, a lot of anticipation when India go to South Africa, and uh, this time, uh, of course, uh, there's been a lot of other things in the build-up, we'll talk about that as well, but... uh, uh, we'll also get to the series and what we expect. Uh, of course, we are uh, quite early doing this preview, about a week in advance, so there could be just a warning here. There could be injuries and many things that come up in the meantime. So we may not exactly be accurate in terms of uh, team selection, etc. But this is, of course, the broader and bigger picture. Um, another side note, as we've been mentioning on Previous podcasts. We recently republished War Minus the Shooting by Mike Parkase, a classic book written in 1996. Um, you know, it covers the 1996 World Cup, but it basically just uses that World Cup as a, a lens through which to look at so much about the subcontinent, politics, the socio-economic situation at the time, uh, cricket as a tool of nationalism, cricket as a tool of the cricket as a commercial vehicle. Basically it was so prescient on so much, so many in so many ways, and it was a privilege for us to republish it. Uh, All the details on our website, 81allout.com. But if you want to buy the book, which you should, it's on amazon.com. And also, uh, you know, we're glad to inform you that it is uh, going to be available in India uh, if you're in bangalore uh, you can pick it up in the arta galata bookstore uh, we have uh, they have some um, uh, they have copies to sell um and uh, you know they also have this wonderful service where they will courier you the book if you write to them so you can write to them on twitter or you can write and write an email to them and they are happy to courier it to you for the charge so uh, anyway i'll put up all the details in the notes and I'll, in the website um And uh, now, welcome guys, Uh, hope you are uh, having a good time following the soap opera, that is uh, Virat Kohli versus uh, BCCI, Uh, I think uh, 50 episodes easily, right, on Netflix, we can do a show. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. they are already done,
0: they've already sold the rights, I think. (laughs) Yeah, the, the, the question is to who? See, because it all, that's also important, right? Like, you guys do another movie podcast on the side, of course. So, it all depends on who is the director, I think,
1: right? I think uh, they'll sell it to Hotstar. They'll play this okay. on the breaks between IPL matches. Okay. Like, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. this is the strategic timeout. Like, so Kohli will bat, and then during strategic timeout, he'll come and have a SWAT fight with Ganguly and then go back to batting. I mean, that's what is going
0: to happen. So, I think <laughs> this is the new RCB KKR, right? Yeah. No, but, but look well, at this big picture, right? So in just like a few months ago, India were in England. They were leading a series 2-1. Virat Kohli was like on top of the world. And, you know, it is fair to say that India could have probably won that series. Uh, who knows? I mean, we'll know, of course, next year. There's a deciding test to come. But the fact is that that series happens, then the COVID scare india decide to uh, sort of uh, leave that test to go they go to the ipl they play the ipl then kohli decides to quit t20 captaincy and then quits the rcb captaincy and then from there to here in a situation where he has now lost his one day captaincy and where now he is alleging that the bcci president has been lying about saying that he he told him not to quit t20 captaincy I mean, now he's like a mark man. Where have we reached in like three months?
1: There was a gap. See, the market was, I mean, hits a vacuum. Like in the January, February window, you'll have the auctions. And everybody will be talking about rubbish, like who will go for 7 million, who will go for 12 million and all that. But this November, December was a vacuum. Other than this. English and Australian guys, nobody was particularly excited about what was happening. Like October, we were crying about World Cup that went away. November, December, New Zealand series is not enough to fill the hole in our hearts. We need some spice, like we need constant stimulation from cricket. That is the demand of today's cricket. And this is a very good, you know, segue into auctions. What, what will lucknow buy? what will the other team whoever it is i don't know who the other team is like patna or gujarat i don't know who that is ahmedabad 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 let it be but yeah so there there should there should be something did you, that did you just did you just get both
0: the cities wrong <laughs> no
1: no has a lucknow has a team, lucknow has a team. Yeah.
0: But yeah, Yeah, nobody cares. Rahul is going to captain that team. I I
2: thought he was the most clued on to the T20 or at least (laughs) IPL amongst the four of us.
1: Yeah. But uh, anyways, but my point is like, really, I mean, the the saddest thing is that this exists, this whole so-called rift or whatnot, that it exists itself is a very sad thing because, I mean, I am kind of an outlier, which because... Earlier, when the Great Chapel saga and all used to happen, these things were interesting because the cricket generally wasn't. We used to get pulp everywhere. We used to say <laughs> Fab Four, Fab Five, five what But we used to get pulp everywhere. But in a what are you year, saying, man? During
0: the Great Chapel time, India chased some uh, 15 times. They won some records, 15 chases and all. What is this? That is ODA man, not Test. <laughs> right. So test in, in, in fact, they Test they won a Test in South Africa for the first time. But anyway, that let's not get facts uh, so, in the no?
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, this is a year where uh, we beat Australia in Australia, we are leading England in England, I would say we beat England in England, Uh, and we beat England in India, and we beat New Zealand in India, So, but the main story is I stand with Virat or the nation stands with Dada. See, that's how we are going to, this this year will be remembered like 15 years down the line. Did you remember that famous tussle when Virat Kohli took a stand against BCCI? Who cares, man? I mean, who cares if the Indian captain is Virat Kohli or some tree stump with, put an Indian jersey to a tree stump and make it captain and let unleash your bowlers.
0: We did, you who cares? did you just say who cares who is the Previously,
1: Indian captain? <laughs> I, I, did say, I did say that because that is what I feel. I feel it's very… Like I mean, you, you've never said this before and they make
2: Rohit Sharma the captain and you say this? Really? Really? I don't care. I don't care if like Parthi Patil comes but back from retirement and becomes… The, the bitterness of a CSK fan who can't stomach the fact that a member <laughs> Indian captain has been made the Indian captain.
0: On the back yeah, you do ever, ever, like ever since this comes from quit a guy from who doesn't acknowledge IPL. No, no. Ever since Dhoni quit from captain. CSK fans are like, who cares who is the captain? Yeah, exactly. Put a tree stump as captain. As long as Dhoni was captain, the MSDNs were in full force.
1: <laughs> that is for CSK. I mean, you have to have different strategy for different events. This I mean, we have a bowling attack. Which can win you matches anywhere in the world in Test cricket. I mean, why the hell would you worry about all
0: this? To the listeners of this podcast, let me just say, the transformation of Ka- Ashoka to Karthikeya is complete at this particular moment when he has basically said nothing else matters, only bowling attack matters. Okay, let's close this. Let's end this. No, podcast. no, no, no. there let's, is one more get, thing. Let's, let's get, get
1: the spice from KD instead. I actually wanted to care about this. Then I, I was stopped by this revelation that both ganguly and uh, kohli are many time millionaires in us dollars so the dozens of rich people in, in this situation should i really care about this is what i am thinking this is what i think i mean, you guys might have an enlightened cricket opinion about this whole saga so please go ahead what I mean- just a- <laughs> Because <laughs> ganguli or some such new episode. But it's such a boring story here. I mean,
0: kohli Oh God, we, to, we cannot have two KDs on this podcast, no.
1: <laughs> but I mean, okay, well, see, there is there is, okay, apart from the jokes, there is a... There is a serious, uh, not not serious, but there is a significant point here, which is that since uh, Ganguly got the job uh, with, uh, you know, uh, Ashoka's great hero and Srinivasan's blessings, uh, a, you know, very unopposed, he got elected as president. And then they completely decided to just do away with as much of the Lorda constitution as they could. Because Loda, after all, wanted professional management in BCCI, whereas our fellows, these guys, they want like the old amateur times. Like, you know, you can do whatever you want and there is is no restraints and there are no rules. And you can basically do, say whatever you want, say however you want. BCCI communicates with the public like when it wishes to. Usually it doesn't, you know, when it does, it's anonymous briefings. I mean, even like... Even team announcements are anonymous briefings. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a joke, you know? And I don't understand. Ganguly is the BCCI president, right? If he, if he doesn't want to, if he doesn't want Kohli to quit, then he should stop Kohli from quitting, right? Or if Kohli is not listening to him, then he should do something about it. What is the point of like, after everything has been done, after everything has been announced, Going and giving a press conference and saying, Well, actually, we didn't want him to quit. Who cares? You, you didn't do your See, job. This is, the difference between,
0: this is the difference between Ganguly and the great hero, N. Srinivasan. Mohinder Amarnath wanted to drop Dhoni as captain, and Srinivasan went and told him, Boss, stop it. You get out now. Don't do all this nonsense. We <laughs> stopped him right there.
2: That's because Dhoni didn't want to quit. See, it made Srinivasan's job easier. Here, yeah, he wanted to quit. So then, what is the point of Ganguly going and asking the selector to not, uh, you know, fire him or whatever? Sir, so, but sorry, the sorry. point is, ultimately, it doesn't matter whether he quits or not. It makes no difference. It's like you, you
1: have one captain, you have another captain. What difference does it make? I mean, it's not. you don't know. You must hear Ganguly out? say this. He said, uh, two, two leaders in a format is too much leadership." So they are trying to prevent too much leadership. They are they are optimizing for the correct level of leadership in a team.
0: And, and that is, you know, in pure cricketing terms, that's also BS because T20 and ODIs are like as, as vastly different as ODIs and tests. So, it, it is totally justified to have two different captains in that.
2: In this whole saga, the most sort of important point to be talked about is the fact that there was no point in actually dropping Kohli as a captain. You know, like he has such stellar record as a captain. And if you believe a captain's uh, winning percentage matters… There was no business to dropping Kohli in the first place and to some extent I have some sympathy for Ganguly here as much as I think he is wrong is the fact that usually when a board president or when a board decides to drop a captain like that like KD said you know they have never bothered to communicate now you know after two days of outrage especially about not being grateful to him and all that the social media sort of came and said oh thank you captain Kohli whatever the BCCI's uh, social media handles And then Ganguly basically did some sort of a damage control by saying, okay, we acknowledge what he's done. We ideally wanted him to carry on, but he couldn't or whatever. So in order to sort of make the situation better, he ended up digging a deeper sort of hole for himself, which usually a cricketer doesn't react. Like if if let's say you think of any other cricketer in that situation, even if you know that the BCF president is lying about you, you don't react. But Kohli, for him to come and react uh, was... Uh, oh, actually, I like the fact I, that he reacted. I have
1: a technical doubt. <laughs> see, because since you three guys follow cricket deeper than I do, what is the notice period of a captain? Like uh, one, and a half period, one and a half hours is not enough, is it?
2: That's exactly what Sunny asked, right? Like, what is okay, the notice the selector period? called you and told you one and a half hours before. What's your
0: problem? To be honest, no, no, not that making is exactly the problem out of what, it. Uh, That is exactly what uh, Siddharth Ponga has written in an article as well, saying one and a half hours is one and a half hours more than many Indian captains have received in the past. So it's totally like a generous amount of notice period to go I don't think
2: Kohli was bitter about the one and a half hours part as much as the fact that he wanted to defy the point that he was told well in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that context, he brought in the one and a half hours. But it's been kind of quoted out of context. and, And Sunny kind of, you know, really launched an attack into him saying, what
0: more do you want? no but my biggest problem with this ganguly thing here is that there could have been other ways for him to do damage control if indeed he had not convinced him to uh, not quit the t20 captaincy which what kohli says there were other ways to go to the media and say that you know uh, you know do some damage control why bring up this random fact if indeed it was a lie And when Kohli is basically coming and calling him out and Kohli, they should know Kohli by now. Kohli is not going to just uh, stop taking this BS. He's not some highly diplomatic guy and all that. These people
1: don't have cell phones or what? I mean, they don't call each other. (laughs) Exactly. They don't, I don't know. I mean, are they living in the 50s of, I mean, even 20s or 10s when before cell phone was a
2: ubiquitous thing. Or MS Dhoni, you know, who is notorious for not being reachable on the phone. Or who uh, announces retirements on Instagram.
0: Like. Anyway, so the point here is that, you know, people People, of course have compared this to the Chapel-Gangoli situation of uh, the mid-2005. And while the volume and the controversy are probably at that level, uh, it's far different because Chapel was in the dressing room and making decisions when the team was being run. And Gangoli was also there in the dressing room until he was dropped. And so the level of friction there was like, way different. Here, Ganguly is sitting in India while the Indian team is playing there and sort of there is no, I mean, I I don't know about Rahul Dravid's involvement in this whole thing, but I doubt that the level of friction between Dravid and Kohli is going to be anything close to what it was between um, Chapel, etc. So, the team so, you're accusing,
1: so, you're accusing Dravid because the common denominator between the chapel
2: saga and this saga no, is no, that I, Dravid I was, was present on the scene both I, I was interpreting no. the opposite that the Bangalore boy is defending the Bangalore boy saying Dravid has nothing to do with this. Oh. He probably does. This is exactly
1: what
0: they said during the chapel era. Also, like, ja- Dravid was an innocent bystander. In see, see, the thing is that will be even more interesting for me actually. If it becomes Dravid Vikoli, then we are smack in the lip smacking situation.
1: There, there is if there's a point to sort of discussing or bringing any of this up in a podcast like this, apart from, you know, entertainment, it is to sort of say that I think that, you know, friction is inevitable. Yeah? I mean, the Kohli has been captain for five years. And five years is a long time, you know, enough. They, if they want to change, that's fine. You know, it's not a big deal. But the, 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 the sort of the ground reality, the, the basis, I mean, yeah, Chapel in 2005, was it was his job to improve the side. And so part of improving the side was to say, well, where, where from 1 to 11 can I improve? Get more runs out of this side or get more wickets out of this side. You know? And he said, well, here's this guy over the last five years. If you take out the minnows, he's average 30. So, you know, hey, I've got other options. You know, they're 10 years, you know, 5, 7 years younger, or younger than he is. Like, uh, it, it was a plainly obvious choice to sort of replace them. The fact is Ganguly did not like that, right? And so instead of, sort of quitting with, like, accepting, you know, uh, what was a perfectly reasonable decision, he made a big stink about it, you know. And, uh, you know, and then he, turned, he sort of wrestled everything into the mud and he thought it didn't save him, but he wrecked a lot of other things, you know, for the next two years. Actually, it was worth listening to Siddhi about this topic because at that time, Siddhi was actually covering blow-by-blow blow every match, every series India were playing. And he knows, like, Andar Ki baat like... Uh,
0: no, but that is the problem. Knowing Andar Ki Baath also makes you uh, lose your uh, dispassionate sense also, which is a problem. Which is why I think the journalists who covered uh, that episode and the journalists who are very closely covering this episode are not yeah. the best people to talk about it. Because you yeah. lose your sense of uh, thing. But the thing is, in retrospect, Chapel basically went to Ganguly and said, you drop yourself. I think you should drop yourself. In retrospect, they should have dropped him. And then Chapel got to the media and said, see, we told Ganguly to resign. But then he <laughs> didn't. So we had to do it. <laughs> so in,
2: yeah, maybe in Ganguly's defense, said, KD, in Ganguly's defense, basically he belonged to your school of thought. He told Chapel, if you want to improve the side... Focus on the bowling because that's what impacts the match. Batting doesn't matter whether I average 30 or 40. You know, you can replace me with a guy who averages 40 but does not want to change the result. So you always kind of belonged in your camp. It's just that you refuse to see that point.
0: And anyway, anyway, the Chapel's replacement for Ganguly was Suresh Raina. And in retrospect, we can also argue about whether that was a valid replacement or not.
1: Chapel's main ambition was to play another bowler. You
0: know, so... That is true. His ambition yeah. was to play five bowlers. And uh, while Kohli yeah. gets a lot of credit for that, uh, that Dravid and Chappell were the in, early...
1: In, in Chappell's imagination, no, Irfan Patan was Ben Stokes.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I think uh, you're selling Irfan Patan short here. I think Sobers is the yeah. more uh, valid comparison. Anyway, so I think uh, we have covered enough of this. You can read more about this on uh, gossip pages in various outlets. And Twitter.com sorry, sorry, is the.
2: Before, uh, before we move on, let's take a poll. Team Kohli, Team Dada. Who's, who's <laughs> where? Please. Let's close India. It team India, man. Team India, man. It's team all bowlers. about India. <laughs> team bowlers. Screw even that. Team bowlers. I am Bumra. Team Bumra. Make Bumra the captain. Make Bumrah the captain. Like, I mean, Bumrah the captain. The oh, no, from... don't,
0: don't make Bumra the captain. Now we saw what happens when Cummins uh, becomes captain. Don't make any fast bowler captain, no, no. Please. They will By miss maybe. tests and then. They will miss tests, man. They'll get injured.
1: They'll do something. Don't make See, them… cut. Cummins, will... Cummins, Cummins missed the test match. He lasted one test match. It's <laughs> yeah, not exactly. injury, man. That is because of some
0: Covid-related stuff. No, he
2: no but, Cummins a man. but he still led from the front in the first test. That still has an impact on the Aussie psyche. Look at that. They're still leading.
0: No, the term you have to use, just like everybody agrees that in the GABA in 2003, the captain set the, tone set the tone for the rest of the season.
2: No, but, but to be fair to that narrative, I have some sympathy for it. Because if Ganguly can score a hundred, then...
0: <laughs> okay, but while let's come to the cricket point of this whole thing, while gossip is one thing. <laughs> If Virat, Kohli, if Virat Kohli has a poor test series, like a really poor test series, and if India end up losing the test series, then it will only be a chance for BCCI to pile on, right? And basically uh, use the chance to do whatever they want, uh, even if it means uh, throwing him out of test captaincy or something, if it comes to it.
1: India in the 21st century, they have sacked captains exactly twice. Okay, 2005, Ganguly was sacked. And 2021, Kohli was sacked as ODI captain. Those are the only two times when India has sacked a captain in the last, since they uh, since uh, actually they sacked Azharuddin. Because in 2000, if you remember, uh, Tenrukar also resigned. You know, he refused to continue in the job.
0: Yeah, yeah, he so, resigned. Okay, so, so even if they don't do that, what I'm coming to is, of course, the central point of, the, always the central point of this podcast, is the biggest beneficiary of this series is going to be Rohit Sharma. Because that fellow is sitting outside. He has nothing to do. So whatever happens within is like, oh, if only Rohit was there. If only Rohit was there. There's, you're always better when you're outside, right? Than when you're inside. This is this is the
2: narrative you've sold him for so long that you kept him out of the testing for so long. Earlier
0: you yeah. were
1: saying, Ashoka has turned into me. Now you are turned into Mahesh. Yeah,
0: yeah I have turned into... I have always been a Mahesh troller anyway. So but, I've uh, just been continuing the trolling.
1: But, yeah. the, but the greatest tragedy of all this is India's greatest cricket captain is nowhere in the conversation. Who is Ajinkya is Ajinkya, oh, Rani?
0: Ajinkya Rani.
1: <laughs> Six uh, test Jesus. matches he captained, four he won, two he drew. with so. the body language of a refrigerator, man. You say, yeah. so like,
0: <laughs> and, and look, Ajinkya rane's achievement is surely seen now in stark contrast to Joe Root's um, England. Going and yeah. getting hammered there. See what Rahane did with his yeah. team.
1: And you guys don't even want to talk about him. Or I mean, I, when we talk about the team selection, he won't be there. That is for sure. But anyways, I just put an advance sympathy vote for him.
0: I am first That's of all surprised he's in the squad. That is the starting point of this discussion. But okay, now that he's in the squad, uh, hopefully he's not in the team when they pick the Um, Anyway... So, let us get to this uh, series now. I, I think we You're should start a bit about... You're uh, a cruel okay. man, Sidvi. We? Well, this is my opinion, man. I'm not some selector or something. I can say what I want.
2: That's just the uh, Ships okay.
0: Anik uh, and KD coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think uh, we should talk a bit about um, India-South Africa as a rivalry. And, uh, you know, it's been... Uh, I think uh, we in have probably seen um, all india's uh, all of india's tours to south africa uh, i i have okay let me date myself i don't know how old you guys are uh, the 92 93 tour of course i didn't watch uh, it extensively but i remember watching quite a lot of highlights and also you know reading about it on the morning papers, uh, Vijay Lokapalli covered that series for the Hindu, and uh, you know, I remember reading uh, his reports, maybe even R. Mohan was there for writing his the match reports and all that. So um, it's it's interesting because it's the only country, as we said, where India has not won a test series. They have won tests, uh, you know, famous tests, 2006, 2010 in Durban. They won a test in the Wanderers in 2018. Uh, but this is probably, I mean, arguably, I don't think even 2018 comes in comparison. This is arguably the best Indian bowling attack that has gone to South Africa. Uh, you know, uh, despite uh, Ravindra Jadeja not being there, they still have, you know, they have Ashwin, of course, one of the great spinners. Uh, they have a bowling, fast bowling attack. So I think this is gives them a great chance um, of winning there. But yeah, let's talk a bit, you guys, um, you know, what what sort of if you can share any sort of thoughts, memories, uh, uh, yeah, anything about South Africa. I mean, okay, let me start off actually. I mean, for me, honestly, in 92-93, I didn't really know what to expect from, you know, South Africa. I didn't realize how good they will be or how bad they'll be because they were just recently coming back from uh, their isolation. And of course, you saw them at the World Cup, but you know, that is one thing. But they had also come to India before that to play three matches in the ODI. So you felt, okay, South Africa, like, they're good, but they're also beatable because uh, India had won that one-day series and all that. But then that, that, that series was really interesting because, uh, you know, a lot of the tests were really attritional, slow batting and all that. But the bowling was, uh, you know, you began to realize how South Africa were a really strong bowling unit from that time and then of course you move to 96 which was like the first uh full live series that i saw from south africa and you know 66 all out and 100 all out in durban sticks in the mind and that ball that donald bowled to tendulkar i mean it's still like uh, you know comes you you see it even now and you realize that you know what a what a moment that was just to see the stumps flying off and you fly. I mean, up, being uprooted from the ground, and to see Sachin like still in that defensive pose, holding that pose there while the stumps are basically gone off somewhere, and then that famous Sachin Azhar partnership and all that. So yeah, those two, those two tours are interesting for me because uh, the first tour I just saw briefly on TV, but read a lot about it. Second tour, you saw almost every ball live and uh, things. Yeah. So you guys can talk about uh, other series and what your memories. Ashoka.
1: Uh, I mean, you said rivalry. For rivalry to exist, there should be some sort of... <laughs> that <parity>. is true. <laughs> but uh, I think uh, we have gotten various stages of tulping in South Africa over the years. I mean, uh, and South Africa had, like, very spectacular and visually uh, pleasing batsmen like kepler Wessels, Gary Kirsten, Jack Callis. Like, like, and this match started at 2 in the afternoon. So, you imagine, like how your attention span will be like if these guys start batting and you start questioning why have i started liking cricket at all in life and yeah so well, thank god there was a clusner in between so he and gibbs he would uh
0: Dipanar, man how can you forget him Bota Dipenar, yes of
1: course he was the he was the first prototype of callis even though i think he debuted after callis but he was the prototype of uh callis and uh, so yeah, so these are these are some of the you know shining memories of me falling into various stages of coma in the first three tours at least. I mean, and then you know uh, from the Indian side, you know that Azhar uh, Sachin partnership, right? And then such Sachin partnership, and then 2010 series was really good and also terrible because Calis dominated the series even more than Tendulkar. And he batted for a long stretches of time, like that was terrible to, I mean, he is very pleasing to watch when he scores runs, just that he scores runs like once every three hours. So those kind of uh, exciting memories is what I have and then the real excitement actually comes when they bowl and we couldn't, I mean, you have Pollock, Antony, Donald, Brand Macmillan and all, I remember uh, winning man of the match for some reason. I think he, he hits a hundred, is it, and then takes some shit, tons of wickets for some reason. And Klusner was fast at that point in time. I mean, early Klusner
2: was really really fast.
0: Early Kluzner was fast and he hit a 100 also in that same uh, Azar Sachin match. Kluzner also hits 100 in yeah, that match. And uh, yeah,
2: he comes to support Macmillan and he ends up scoring. I, I,
1: I remember feeling very bad for W. V. Raman also because uh, he for some reason Indian management thought he's a South African specialist and took him exclusively to face fast bowlers in South Africa for some reason. Poor guy didn't get uh, flat pitches in India to whack.
0: Uh, so he, he, in fact, scored the only 100 uh, that an Indian scored in that ODI series, right? Seven match ODI series, yeah. he scored 100.
1: And I remember his 96 also. I mean, he's, he scores a 96 and team scores 192. The other 96 is scored by the rest of the team. So that I remember. And then uh, for some reason, I remember, I think, I have not checked scorecards, so I may be wrong. Praveen Amre scores 100 somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, on debut. On debut. De- on debut same thing. Oh, on debut.
2: so I'm
1: right. Yeah. So
0: we'll, yeah. In fact, I've never seen, I've not seen ball-by-ball ball of that innings yet. But the little bit of highlights I've seen, it's quite intriguing to actually watch uh, Praveen Amre against Donald and those bowlers and all. And how after that, he never sort of got, scaled those heights again. I mean, he never, uh, you know, his career sort of uh, fizzles out after that. Uh, or, you know, you can say he was treated badly and all that. I mean, whichever version... But yeah, it was a. Hey, there not was to fizzle out. He, he barely
2: played another two tests in Sri Lanka, and that's about it. He
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was dropped. Yeah, yeah. So, but but uh, talking about uh, you know you you spoke about that. Um, attractive, uh, you know, the b- attractiveness of the batting and all. But in the last series, I mean, AB, uh, AB de Villiers had such a fantastic series and, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. The
1: last series, AB had a good series. I think uh, Hashim Amla made a 50-something. I think a couple of 50s were made by Faf as well. Interestingly, all three are absent this series. So that is a crucial thing. And one thing I wanted to remember, it has nothing to do with India, South Africa, whatnot. But uh, my early days of street cricket, I used to mimic uh, Hudson. A lot with like exaggerated backlift. It never used to work well, but I used to always want to have that backlift for some reason, like back going beyond my head. But uh, yeah,
0: Andrew Hudson is another player that uh, I used to watch. And Surely you mimicked Kluzner also. I think every street cricketer would have mimicked Kluzner's yeah. bowling. If I was a
1: left hander, I would have, but. Uh, no, no, bowling, right. bowling. Oh, yeah. Going wide of
2: the crease and spearing it in. Yeah, yeah. So for me, uh, like you mentioned, 92 is is sort of very vague memory. I do remember 92 being a very slow scoring series. And I was, uh, you know, I was just looking at the scorecards now before coming into the podcast. Most of the hundreds were scored as the hundreds, you know, forget the other innings. Just the hundreds were scored at like 35-40 strike rate, except for the 100 by Kapil, who who was never going to score at 40 for sure. Uh, everything else was scored at 35-40 so I remember that being a very boring series like slow scoring series and I don't remember watching all of them live but 96 I remember distinctly because that was also the time when when the ESPN star was kind of taking over in India and they had extensive highlights and all kinds of segments most valuable player and like I even now after all these years I still remember some pieces of commentary from that series both South Africa and uh, the the Zimbabwe like before that Um, you know like and I remember all of Srinath and Prasad's wicket packages and so on. So that was beautiful to watch. Even after we lost him in mean, Durban, was quite painful. It's quite possible that in another universe, if the Barbados didn't happen, we could have ended up with a 66 All Out podcast in of 81 All Out. Uh, it had such a profound impact on us growing up. But I was a big drought fan at that time. So I was very happy to see him score the 100 uh, in the final test, which, which we came pretty close to winning. The other... Uh, thing that I remember very well uh, that that the most sort of significant memory of South African series probably for me is is Bloemfontein, the the first test of the 2001 uh, test series Sevaak's debut as well Uh, so that was personally for me, that was around the time when when I was kind of firmly in the Dravid camp and I was moving into this Sachin camp because the majority opinion on on Sachin seems to be like tapering off and I felt sorry for him, you know, he was this extraordinary batsman where the whole nation was worshipping him all of a sudden there was a little bit of a doubt about him and I don't know whatever made me switch I, that was probably the first innings of Sachin that I watched as an absolute fan uh, it, it's kind of bizarre to say that but it is true and what of what an innings that was that 155 that he scored at Bloemfontein well is, is in my book is probably the second best um, second most attractive such innings. I wouldn't say second best. That's that's probably him. is it even his best? One fifty five. Yeah, that's always a doubt. So <laughs> <laughs> that's. Uh, but I would make a good case that they're not too far apart. So uh, it was an extraordinary inning so breathtaking, so beautiful. And again, in what 40, 50 for four or something like that, it was it was good to watch Sevak bad as well, but to watch Sachin in that innings was uh, was out of the world. I mean, so there was a friend of mine called. PC Naresh uh, who is PC Prakash's brother a professional cricketer so the next day i met uh, naresh in uh, in some place and uh, and he came and said machi it was like going to tirupati and you know having uh, just for yourself for one hour you know it was that great and then the way he narrated you know for a cricketer for a first class cricketer who's played with quite a lot of international cricketers the uh, uh, the level of appreciation that he had for the innings uh, i'll never forget like usually you don't especially in coming from chennai you know even the first division cricketers are quite snobbish you know, the, even in innings like this, they'll point out the fact that he missed a couple of balls. But for Marais to come and talk in that the, that tone is something that I'll never forget.
1: I don't know. It was it was probably one of his easiest hundreds. You know, it, it was a it was a it was wayward bowling on a road with no good spinners. I mean, the,
2: okay, Kelly,
1: please fuck off. <laughs> 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 it's true. <laughs> 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 they. Made and it was such a road that after that three eighty all out, like South Africa made like five hundred and thirty for seven or something like that. It is like a real road, man. They won. I, they okay. won. Man. You want you want a great central innings in South Africa. You you take like, uh, I would say that you know the the 2020, the the one sixty nine in ninety seven. Uh, 96 7
2: was. That was also great. came and after three South Africans scored a 100 and they amassed more than 500 runs. Yeah, but and that, that was, was also a road. But that was a better South African attack. No, that was
1: just. There was, was Donald who was really quick. There's Pollock. There's uh, Matthews, McMillan, and all those. Everybody. And this is, uh, Oh, This is what Mornanto, Hayward, and company, man. I mean, this is. Paul, Pollock, Callis, Nitini, Klusner,
2: and Hayward and Nicky Boy. It's yeah, not, and mean, mean, this is one decent bowler in there. Pollock. Decent. Like if Pollock is decent, like what? Who's better than decent then?
0: No, no. KD has become a nostalgia merchant. Those days things were better. South
1: (laughs) Africa. Look, okay. In 2010-11 was like the first time India toured South Africa where the two sides had sort of something approaching parity in the bowling. You know, which is that India had basically Zahir Khan and Arbajan Singh at their peak you know harbhajan singh's bowling in the 2010-11 series was phenomenal i thought uh and zaheer khan even though he missed one of the tests was still at his peak absolutely in that season uh and south africa had uh, stain and Markle, and then not much else you know they were i think they were playing uh, uh solikeli or Sobi actually and uh harris uh if i if i remember correctly
0: yeah yeah solikeli was a wicketkeeper yeah yeah, so uh, Sotobi.
1: yeah. And 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 uh, you know, India also had Ishan Sharma, but that was like Ishan Sharma circa 2010, which which was like you know uh, not Ishan Sharma circa 2020. Uh, so, but that was also you know that 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 actually that test match had like two great hundreds. So, Kalis made a hundred and Tendulkar made a hundred in, I think, Cape Town it was, And then on the last day, I think India played out the, uh, the fifth day. Uh, again, they were able to play out the fifth day because it was basically two bowlers and not much else. Uh, but, you know, South Africa, there were times when South Africa could field a really, really good attack. And until about 2010, India could never match that, in terms of depth, especially. So I uh, my 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 I my memories of South Africa in the 90s are pretty patchy. You know, we didn't have cable, so. Uh, but I do have a memory of Kapil Dev's uh, century, you know, uh, and I remember like that was I, I remember it vividly because that is the first like that is the first time I actually noticed that there are really no fielders in front of square on the offside in a test match. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, couple. They would like, you know, the uh, the bowler would bowl it full outside off stump, and couple. They would like wade into it, as a, you, you smash it into the offside, and then they, 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 the camera would follow the ball, and then there's this one poor fielder who's like running after the ball. You know, there's nobody else in that entire picture. You know, it, it's like, so you can see that you know at that time this was the level of my grasp of uh, cricket. Uh, so that is my one memory the other memory I have of South Africa is Fanny de Villiers you know, and I'm hazy as to whether this is a test match memory or a one day memory but I seem to have this distinct mem- uh, impression that South Africa had a leg trap for Ted especially. You especially know, they used to put like three mid-wickets and have Fanny de Villiers bowl straight and that this really troubled Ted Rooker a lot I don't know whether this was in the 1992 tests or whether it was in the one days or what, but it was there. I have this very strong memory, and I cannot. I was the other day. I was looking up uh, some YouTube clips, searching for them. I can't find anything about this. So,
0: it could be it could be one days. So I remember. Fani Deville is doing that in one day, else, but it may well have been tests also. So, I don't know if uh, which one it was. But, yeah, I mean, two points. One is, uh, you know, talking about uh, the uh 2001, it's interesting that, you know, you mentioned your friend's comment about uh, Tendulkar and seeing Venkata Jalapati in uh, Tirupati and all. But the analogy to that is uh, when we also got a brief glimpse of Venkata Jalapati in Tirupati and then we had to quickly, jaragundi jarganti. we had to move on, was Lakshman's 32 in that same test. What about that innings? The greatest 32 ever. <laughs> indeed, indeed.
2: There's absolutely no doubt about it. I think, yeah, that's a juggling experience for sure. Uh, yeah. I
1: don't, don't know about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was good there, but uh, I still feel his uh, 20s and 30s in the Zimbabwe series, right after the India Australia uh, one, were where better than this. He looked uh, far hey, more comfortable than this. Before. You're saying this just to troll
2: us, right? <laughs> No, I I, I really he felt that he was think, I think part. I think the the thirty two is like the greatest thirty two of all time. There's there's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> no doubt in my mind. <laughs> Dude,
1: Again, I mean, the Blomfontein <laughs> problem with Blomfontein is that Fernando Hayward was bowling.
0: You see, now yeah, something. The score was like
2: three fifty for three. it was
0: still sixty eight for four. Also, also, K. D. Fernando yeah, Hayward came to India in that uh, series before that. And they won that series. And he bowled very well in India also, by yeah, the way. Yeah, but that
1: was a dodgy series, man. You don't know what was going on in that series. No. Nobody remembers uh, Sreeshanth hitting Andrey Nell for
0: a six, is it? Oh, of course we do. <coughs> but what that we remember been... more is that dance. I <laughs> yeah. remember,
1: of, of that test match, I'll tell you what I remember of that test match. I remember Sreeshanth hitting Jack Callis. Of a ball which clearly like bounced off a pebble and like like left off a length. It was like unbelievable. <laughs> it was impossible to play. And like people are going on about that. Like it was like some genius delivery, man. It was like, you know, it's,
0: it's, it's like an obvious. Oh, you know battle. what, the, the delivery became a genius because of that. What happened to Callis when he faced it? Basically, he just gets thrown off balance and then he's just throwing it, showing it, right? right.
1: I know he was good enough to actually hit it to the back, which was a minor achievement on Carlis' part. Same ball, Cummins balls, you'll say, wow, what a great
2: bowler extracting bounce out of out of a nothing wicket.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And well, Sri Shant hit the pebble.
1: If there's a pebble, then there's a pebble, okay? <laughs> it's not...
2: Cummins think, is so that's... good. <laughs> Cummins is so good he can hit the pebble. You know? Yeah, but Sri he he's a lucky guy.
1: He
0: gets a okay, fight out right? We, in, our last episode, in our last episode, we pissed off a lot of people. How by, many uh,
1: how many re- we, 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 how many listeners are we gonna lose because of this? Because, <laughs> because of because of is heckling on behalf of all his sacred cows.
2: No, no, yeah, I'm we'll get a lot more listeners because of that. Like if, if I'm the word goes out that I'm heckling KD, we'll get like 2,000 more people listening to us. Yeah.
0: No, I mean the headline of this podcast is going to be KDF off. It's Mahesh. That's all. <laughs> that, that, that's it. We'll get a lot of business. <laughs> no, but we last episode, we basically picked our uh, f- favourite three batsmen for uh, playing spin. And uh, we pissed off a lot of people because uh, many of us didn't pick Sachin. Only this Ashoka picked Sachin and uh, all of us were deemed anti-national. So KD also Dej picked Dej Sachin,
2: Root. then he changed his opinion. But, but, yeah, point but he is
0: changed it. it. No. So, he became he a Desh like Drohi after it, that.
1: Did, that did not make it into the podcast. So, it did not
0: happen oh that way it was edited out okay okay <laughs> uh, but but he changed it so his final uh, list was there okay let's let's lose more listeners this time by picking your uh, favorite uh, it just one don't pick three and all your favorite indian innings in south africa it could be uh, across whatever you've seen whatever go ahead uh, ashoka you will pick sachin and then you'll be safe i know <laughs> yeah, oh,
1: sachin 155 My, i'm done You should give me the the, first, you
2: should give me the first, right? Sachin, why would you pick that? That's my
0: choice. You pick that over Sachin, Cape Town. Okay, wait, let me... Which Cape Town? uh, I mean, uh, 2010 Cape Town. Wait, wait, uh, Azar also, Azar also same, right? Azar, Cape Town. Eventually, you will pick Azar only. Yeah, and that uh, partnership was... uh, Quite crazy. In the middle session, yeah. after lunch, they meet Mandela and then they come and then something happens. Something goes into them and they just start blitzing that attack.
2: One of the things Sunny said at the end of the day was uh, that apparently they met uh, Nelson Mandela during the lunch break when India were down four or five wickets or whatever. And and Sunny said, it's as if they were so inspired that they wanted to put on a show for the man that uh, that they went ahead and, and had this extraordinary exhibition of batting in test matches. Yeah, okay. What about you, uh, Mahesh? I'll probably go with two choices just to hedge myself on which side the outrage is gonna fall. One, naturally, Sachin 155. I'm gonna say 148 Rabbit. it. Uh, no, uh probably Kohli 41 at Joburg. I think that's that's my favorite Kohli <laughs> innings. And and both innings has a personal reason. That's probably basically, you know, with Sachin, it's like the moment where I converted into this full-time Sachin Phantom. And with Kohli, I was a reluctant. Sort of, uh, I, I didn't really warm up to Kohli as a test person
0: for the longest time, and that 41
2: completely changed it for me.
0: So, you're picking that 41 over Rahane's innings in that test. Interesting. Huh? So
2: 48. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, as, as KD would call it, that's fluke. You're <laughs>
0: just throwing a okay kid. at it. KD, you're going to pick the Rahane it, innings, yeah. I guess. Does it have to be an Indian player? Uh, yeah, because we're talking India. So, oh, you're saying you're going to pick a South African innings.
1: Yeah, yeah I think. Okay, I go ahead. To, who, who will uh, stop uh, you? Uh, <laughs> I'd say Herschel Gibbs, one ninety six uh, out of three sixty two all out. Us is the closest thing I've seen to a match winning innings ever. I mean, that was a that was a uh, India saved that test match in the end. Uh, if you remember. With a Deep Das Gupta and Rahul Dravid on the fifth day, uh, at Hotel yeah. Elizabeth.
0: Elizabeth. Yeah,
1: it was a seeming wicket on the first in the first two days, and basically, apart from Gib- I think Srinath got five wickets, but apart from Gibbs, nobody else was able to score. Nobody else was able to survive, and Gibbs was like hammering the bowling, like on the rise and whatnot. He was doing it was an incredible innings. And uh, I mean, on another day, it would have ended on 20 or something. But that day, it lasted
2: until 196. It was extraordinary innings. Uh, if you want an Indian innings, then I mean, hang, on, hang on one minute, KD. The bowling lineup is Srinath, Agarkar, Ganguly. Kumbhle. Ganguly, dude, fearsome, fearsome. Yeah, and uh, Harbajan. And Kumbhle's uh, record in South Africa is not particularly great. And this was possibly yeah, Harbajan's first was, job to South Africa. And so, even then. When you say seeming it, conditions, the two people best equipped to uh, to utilize that were Srinath and Agarkar.
1: Yeah, but even What's then, wrong with Ganguly, man? <laughs> he, nothing wrong, but unfortunately,
2: only bought two overs. Otherwise, I would have counted.
1: No, but even then, it was 196 out of 362 all out. That says something about the conditions, so, and then India managed to it all out in response. And against that 2001 South African bowling, which was not great. So the conditions were definitely, you know, eccentric. Uh, actually, so India, that, faced, <laughs> India faced those conditions quite, uh, like one, one of the test matches which was basically completely a write-off for India was the first one in the 2010 series, uh, Centurion. You know, where they got put in on a drying pitch and got shot out for 136. And then, uh, you know, E.P. De Villiers and a bunch of people make hundreds. I think they, South Africa made 650 or something like that. And then yeah, I 659 think, or something. Yeah. I think Dhoni and Tendulkar made hundreds in the third innings, but they still lost five innings. Uh,
0: but no, but I'm not going to let you uh, get away with this now. Yeah, you have to pick an Indian. You have to create some outrage oh, by picking an Indian. only 100... Innings. Kohli's hundred in the last tour in Cape Town. In yeah, yeah, that was a great no, innings. Uh, wasn't it? Uh, Cape, was it, the, first it wasn't test? the first test? Yeah. test. Yeah. yeah, that's so was, Cape Town. Cape. Yeah, and yeah, that was a great. Yeah, that was a that was a great innings. That was definitely a time when he was uh, batting at a different level than uh, yeah. you know that 2018 South Africa England. And
1: that was also a
0: great attack. You
1: know, I mean. Uh, it was uh, Robada, Morkel, Philander, and I don't know if Stain played that test. I think he played one of the tests in that series.
0: He definitely played Cape... Uh,
1: he played that test. I mean, yeah, I think... Yeah. Then it, and then Ngidi uh, came in later in the in ma- in the in the tour.
0: Ngidi played the, the next test. Centurion. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, that was a great attack. And, okay, first to things. So, you know, it was not a, like exactly an up-and-down pitch but it was still a, a lively pitch. And that was probably, I think that's probably, you know, pound for pound, I think that's probably Kohli's best test innings.
0: I will uh, pick the Sachin's Cape Town 2010. I mean, that uh, duel that uh, he had with Stain and that uh, sort of whole, that whole innings and uh, sort of the effect that I had watching it, I mean, that was something else. I mean, Sachin, you know, that second win that he had, this was probably the peak of his second wind in that innings. I I don't think I can really, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of Sachin innings through the years, but still, I would put that very, very high. But I would also make an honourable mention for, uh, you know, that uh, Durban Test in 2010, where Lakshman made that 96. I think uh, that was a, uh, that is the test that India won in that series. Yeah. And uh, I think that 96 by Lakshman was uh, quite a fantastic innings as well. So I put that pretty close. But yeah, Sachin at Cape Town is my favorite. All right. so Rane, so made
1: think, a, Rane made a similar 96 in the next tour. I think also at Durban, if I'm not wrong. Yes, and yeah. that's, what,
2: that's what basically got Rohit out of the team and Rahane into the team. I'll never forget that. <laughs> he, anytime, oh, you open,
1: you, anytime you say something about Rahane, it's something. So, Mahesh will come and say, that's what kept Rohit out of the team.
2: <laughs> oh, of course, uh, uh, Rohit also got out bold to stay in trying to leave a straight ball.
0: Uh, but let's not get into the picture. So, uh, that's enough of uh, history and uh, banter and all that. So let's get to now, uh, like, uh, you know, this, this particular series we spoke about, um, you know, I, I briefly touched upon. You're all, of,
1: you're all, I have to interrupt here. Yeah, every what? time we do this, every time we always ask, well, what's the innings that you remember? There's no bow for our bowlers.
0: No, because we want to piss people off now. <laughs>
2: no, no, no. <laughs> and we start with you. <laughs> first we piss you off, then the larger population will resonate. Oh, I, think, I think I think
1: India with South Africa. there are two notable Indian bowling performances and bowling efforts which have to be like outstanding. One was like Kumble in the ninety two three tour where he was basically unhittable uh, he gave India a lot of control. It was a slow scoring series granted, and South Africa had like probably less experience of someone like Kumble than other teams might have. But Kumble at that time was like a very different bowler to what he became like ten years later in South, in Australia, and that the the Kumble which everybody remembers is that Kumble from the two, two early 2000s. But that early 90s Kumble was a very different bowler, and the second is Harbhajan Singh in 2009, 2010. You know that was a that was a fantastic, fantastic bowler. He was at and that was 2009, 10, 11. That was like Harbhajan Singh's. I think, like it was, it was really his peak. You know, they say that spinners are matured in their 30s, and that was Harbhajan Singh, like at his at his absolute peak. And he was he was phenomenal. I think he took a lot. I think he took a lot of wickets in that series. I think he took what uh, he took 15 wickets in the
0: series. It, it it's 7 people. for, I think. 7 for, I think, 1. Yeah, 7 for 120 or something. Either. No, I mean, one of the reasons I didn't go with bowling is because of the uh, general history of Indian bowling in South Africa and also the fact that they have often gone with weak attacks. I'm, I would have been totally fine with uh, picking the best bowling spell. And I think uh, that Trishan spell in uh, Wanderers was very good, even though it hit the, you can say it hit the pebble and uh, it did he all still that. still got four yeah. other
2: wickets, right? apart from the one that, which
0: is gallis he still got four other wickets yeah yeah that was oh. a, that was a very good spell
2: the general image
1: is the, the general image of indian bowlers is venkatesh prasad and shrinath dying coughing their intestines out bowling no no they had the, they had had a
2: 96 series both of them are phenomenal in fact if you look at the scorecards yeah. south africa barely scored above 300 in, in, in all three tests i think only one inning above 300 but yeah, apart from top that top. if you look at it in fact the way prasad started off in the first durban test while we remember the 166, but the way Prasad started off with a five-wicket all in that series was beautifully both so beautifully right through the series. Uh, in fact, both of them. Uh, I think 96. I remember that as a very, very sort of productive uh, tour for both the fast bowlers. And shrishant of course, was purely for the fact that it came out of nowhere. Nobody expected it to happen, and all that promise of shrishant's beautiful seam position was, I think, that's probably the only sustained spell that we got in test cricket from him. And uh, so you're never going to forget it.
0: And talking about uh, Kumle that was the series where uh, the England manager, Keith Fletcher, went to South Africa to watch. And then he made this famous comment that I did not see him turn a single ball from leg to off. And he said, he I don't see him being a problem for us. This was when England were going to come to India after that. And of course, they lost 3-0 and Kumble basically just... Uh, annihilated them in that series along with the Raju and Chauhan.
1: Like they used to travel across continents to do scouting.
0: But what's the use? You went to a series of South Africa <laughs> and then you saw Kumble bowl like that and then you said he didn't turn a single ball from like two off. Anyway, so uh, yeah, having spoken a lot about history, let's come to this. Um, India basically go with, in my opinion, their best bowling attack into South Africa. Uh, you know Ashwin of course has a very interesting history he has just played three tests he has seven wickets he's probably going to play each match from uh, in this series given jadeja's absent but who knows given um, the Indi- way India select they could well go with an all pace attack and leave Five Ashwin out the most- game Five fast bowlers and then leave Ashwin out again. At which case, is the uh, podcast will just go up in flames. I guess there is nothing left to do for Mahesh and Ashoka. Now only KD and me will be talking after that. That's all. So uh, Mahesh yeah. will
1: Mahesh will go on a hunger strike or something like that. You know, for, uh, first of all, Rohit Sharma is not there. On on top of that, if they leave Ashwin out, <laughs> yeah,
0: we should yeah. probably start with that. What do you? Uh, your, your you know Ashwin in the previous times in South Africa. What has you know? What do we made of it? And also, what do you, your expectations from Ashwin this time? Go, you can start with that.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. I thought uh, Ashwin put quite beautifully in the last series, uh, even though the number of wickets uh, is not too much to show for. He, he kind of uh, gave India a lot of control. And uh, the one test that I mean, out of the three, one of them was in the in the time when Dhoni was the captain, where he had a horrendous test, uh, which kind of resulted him losing the place to Jadija, from which. Uh, uh, I mean, he took a while to come back. In fact, even in one of the interviews that he gave uh, uh, a couple of years back, he said, uh, he, he kind of mentions that point, saying, I have one bad test and, and you know, I, I tend to lose my plays and so on. Um, and also that set the tone. Uh, basically, the like he started in South Africa, but but he bowled quite beautifully throughout uh, that away leg. And, and the fact that Jadija is not there is, is is a good place for him to start. I think he will start in the eleven. And in a way, the fact that his batting is also coming along pretty well in recent times uh, after the dip uh, will give Kohli the confidence to play five bowlers with Ashwin's batting uh, as a sort of extra buffer. Um, so I see him playing, at least uh, at least in the first test he'll start. Then then I guess it depends on how it goes from there. Um, but yeah, I expect him to do well in, in, in the sense that he's... Um, he's going to continue from where he left off in the last series. Uh, would he have a lot of wickets to show for? It depends on the kind of wickets that we're going to get. But uh, there's no doubt, just like we saw in World Test Championship Final, just like we, t- we saw in, uh, in the series in Australia in the last South African series, whether he takes wickets or not, he's going to give us extraordinary amount of control.
1: And I think he will play simply because uh, uh, playing five fast bowlers or whatnot, uh, you know, exposes India to a, like a huge
0: tail. So...
1: I think he'll play
0: just for... Oh, he'll also part. play for the most important reason. India don't want to lose uh, over 8 points in the World Test Championship, right? And oh, yeah. extremely important. <laughs> yeah. England England are bleeding points in the WTC. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, that that and batting uh, reasons why I think he'll play all three. Especially now there is no Jadeja and Aksar. His road is clear. So, he'll... Will...
0: But there is a second spinner there, right? In the team? Or he's the only spinner? No, there is. There is. But... Are you seriously saying Jayantyadav is going to be played ahead I mean, of Ashwin? I they mean, can. isn't Jayant Yadav a better batsman than Ashwin? <laughs> <laughs> no, he has, okay. he has he has fewer centuries, no? So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is true. Okay, let's uh, let's not get into that level of trolling alone lot. Yeah, KD, you have any expectations for Ashwin in this series? You think he'll play? I mean, I guess you think he'll play, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they have another option. I mean,
0: they although, are very fast bowlers.
1: Yeah. Although I think uh if the se- if the if the wickets from the last series are anything to go by, there'll be very little for the spinners. You know, last series. South Africa, I think, played a sp- Maharaj only once, if I'm not wrong. I mean they mainly played like four fast bowlers a lot of the time. Uh, yeah, no, they played Maharaj twice. But, you know. He didn't really he rolled only 36 overs in the entire series, uh, and you know he got hammered, so I don't know how much he'll they'll, they'll use a spinner, but uh I mean, look, I, I, it's not clear what Akishan Sharma's form is like, you know, uh, so I think at some point Mohammad Siraj is going to be like the first choice uh option with uh, the other two uh, bumrah and shami and even them you know shami is now not getting younger so th- this this could be sort of like a last uh, a last sort of you know good tour for india overseas for a while because you know these this kind of fast bowling doesn't grow on trees right? it, it takes time and it, it takes a lot of luck for so very good bowlers to be there at the same time and I, I mean South Africa are i I think South Africa are going to have a pretty good three or four years now or five years simply because I think that slowly they will start reaping the benefits of like the call pack system breaking down you know so there will be more players available for selection for south Africa and uh you know so so they are going to have they're not going to be an easy proposition. You know, the, I think this was the, this little window between like the Amla, De Villiers, Stain, Steyn, uh, Markle, Generation, Finishing, and whatever is going to come next coming along. This was the little window where they were in transition, much like they were in transition in like 2003, 2004, that period, you know, when they were playing like Andrew Hall and people like that. You know, when Pollock was the only one from the old generation and, Dale Steyn was not there yet. Uh, you know, so their best bowler was often, you know, Nintini, you know, who, you know, as good as he was, he's not really in that. Like, that Donald, Rabada, uh, you know, Steyn, that that level of attacking bowler, he was not. So, this is a window, but I mean, I, I don't know anything about Olivier, how good he is, how, how threatening he's going to be anything like that, you
0: know. He bowled you well know, against man. Pakistan. You, he you was
2: fantastic the against Pakistan. He has a, and he like is a very quick. mean bouncer. And he's quick. And he's, got he's got a great bouncer. bouncer. And right now in the domestic season, he's in terrific form as well. And he's one he of well the most uh, promising fast bowlers.
1: Yeah, in the 10 tests that he 10, some tests that he's played, I think, uh, he is very good in South Africa. He he is like uh, their Aksar Patel kind of guy. He has like 40 wickets for 17 or something. Some ridiculous numbers he has. So... He's a very, very good uh, option, they have picked. Yeah, I mean, uh, so it's not... I don't... I think people are... I think one of the things is that I think people are expecting India to go there and win. And I don't think that's a... That is by any means a foregone conclusion. You know, South Africa and South Africa are still really hard to beat. Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, both the bowling attacks are extremely well-matched. I mean, if you take out... Apart from the spinner, where India obviously has the far superior option, but the uh, yeah. fast bowling is very, very evenly matched. I mean, South Africa, in those conditions, Rabada, Norke, Olivier, uh, that Mulder is also good. And, of course, you have ngidi Yeah, you have, you have yeah. like a good attack no, there. No.
1: The, the bowling is well matched. I think the difference will come as in the resistance to that bowling, the battings of both teams. Last time, I think, South Africa had uh, Amla, uh, De Villiers yeah, yeah. and uh, Faf. All scoring fifties when required, and they had Elgar and all that. But this time they have Elgar, uh, they have Bauma, they have Decock and uh, Mark. Rassi. Mark. What about Rassi? Uh, the the De- greatest, De- yeah, yeah, Vanderdussen. Yeah, Vanderdussen. Yeah. Vander no, yeah. I mean, I think they're all good there. I mean, I don't think, I don't, I don't think they have any problem. That is the difference. I, I think how. I mean, even 2018, if you see, yeah. the difference was 60 runs. Di- difference, just what a batsman or a couple of oh, batsmen. I think the for. difference, a, a big difference in 2018 was the toss. You know, actually. Yeah. You know. So if the surfaces are going to be very similar, it will come down to it will come down to that 40-50 run difference because both yeah, attacks mean, are very, very well tuned to that surface. The surfaces will be interesting because in 2018, there was actually the last test, the one which India eventually won that was actually like a borderline dangerous pitch like it was i think they even stopped the game for a while on the penultimate yeah. day because it was too dangerous because that elga was getting hit every over it was impossible you know so i don't know what like what they've done to that to that square since then but uh, hopefully nothing like that will
0: happen no, and for the conditions, given South Africa's batting, as you've said, just said, I mean, for conditions, I think it will be to for best for them if they prepare bowler-friendly conditions because, you know, sub-200 uh, sort of games will actually be their best chance because if they start preparing flat pitches, India's bowlers will probably have that advantage because of the fact that they bowl anyway. Uh, they, they've figured out how to bowl on those pitches anyway, and I don't know how good South African bowlers will be in those, those conditions. So I feel it could be the way to go for South Africa, to prepare them, which is just like last time, where they, you know, which were low scoring and where that basically 50 runs from one batsman makes the difference in the end. And you and also the get negate, uh, Ashwin, which is a significant exactly. advantage for India. Yeah, exactly. Although I mean, I start- is a
2: pretty good spinner,
0: i got to admit. He is pretty good, but then against... India, in on a fl- on flat conditions, I mean, I don't know. I mean, know. not in the uh, same league as Ashwin, but, uh, but he's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, so, he's good, for sure. Yeah.
2: So it comes down to batting. I don't think it comes down yeah. to batting. It's, it's it's going to be a fairly close contest, just similar to the 2018 series. Uh, yeah, the, the wickets and the toss will, will play a big part. But both, I mean, you can argue both batting are susceptible. right? Even if you look at India… Uh, I don't know what, what they're going to play, uh, you know, like for instance, um, they can't drop Mayank after what he has done.
1: No, especially uh, since Rohit is uh, injured. injured. So, that so means Mayank,
2: and KL, Mayank and KL will open. And KL himself was making a comeback in England and he didn't even have play the full series over there. Uh, so, there's that that sort of… Then Pujara, then Kohli. Then so, Pujara, top 4 Kohli. is fixed. Yeah, top 4 is fixed. I'm not sure they're going to play Rahane uh, or uh, Shreyas. It- how can you drop Shreyas after what he's done in India? What plus, about Bihari? Plus Dihari. you have Bihari. so it's and and I, I doubt they'll play six batsmen. They're going to play five. They're going to play Panth and they're going to play Ashwin to start with, and four fast bowlers. Given that uh, you know, I, yeah, there's quite quite a bit of susceptibility in that lineup, and, and Kohli himself is not in the greatest of form. Pujara himself is not in the greatest of form, um, and Pujara, yeah, I mean, uh, you can argue that uh, that. South African batting is not as strong as the last series. But it's not like the Indian batting is particularly strong either. Um, Yeah, I think it's going to be closely for series. And the South African batting is as such not bad. I mean, Dean Alga is a pretty good opening batsman in these conditions. And Markham
1: uh, is coming into form, and uh, deacock has been in form for the last. But decock
2: might miss uh, either the third test or second and third test because of uh, his girlfriend expecting to deliver a baby, and mm-hmm. because of the bio bubble and all that, it's going to get a little complicated. So that, that that's one factor to consider. But I, you know, from a batting perspective, they they have pretty decent lineup, I would say you know, it's not the, it's not as good as the last series because last series you had AB, a- a- you had. Uh, uh, you had Faf, you had, uh, who else? Amla. You had Amla. You had Amla as well, yeah, that's great. So, it's not as good as that, but it's it's not a bad...
0: bad I wouldn't call it a mismatch, Let's, let me put it this way. I mean, they, these ge- India now simply got into this muddle with this uh, Vihari situation, man. I mean, they've sent him to South Africa... And they then made this uh, thing, sort of compensation by saying we are sending him there as a preparation and all. In the meantime, the Shreyas came in and made a hundred. I had a very good series against New Zealand. So now, either way, if they drop uh, Vihari, they are sort of being, uh, in a way, being unfair to him. If they drop Shreyas, they are being unfair to him. I mean, if you guys, if you want to play a guy, just play hey, there him. Is a
1: There is a ready-made solution, no? Play Vihari, play Shreyas, drop Ashwin. No, yeah, no, you the, spin anyways.
2: The ready-made solution right now is do not play ayar, do not play Vihari, play Rahani.
1: Experience. Aye. Anyways, for, for, for superstition, drop Ashwin because that is what you will do. No. Overseas means <laughs> drop Ashwin. First thing, you keep your bags yeah, from I, the airport into the in the hotel and then drop a the side side I think game. I think the policy we should advocate should be based on what is best for our podcast. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we going to be able to outrage about rahani. the
0: most that's, nah, a, that's, a awesome. great, uh, that's a great way to select teams absolutely yeah sorry I and, got and what I got about uh, drop pujara i mean that that is an option as well given his uh, given the form and thing as well right i mean you could play you could play shreyas vihari and rahane by dropping pujara
2: you can, but there's no... I mean, um, you know, Kartikeya keeps saying this, that there's no better alternative, which I don't agree with Rahani, but I kind of agree with, with him on that when it comes to Pujara, that there is nothing for us to believe that Vihari... Vihari is a, had a pretty decent run. It's not like, okay, at least with Shreyas, he's, he's, he's just played one test, and he had a phenomenal test, uh, or one series. Uh, whereas with, with uh, Vihari, he's had a decent run, and in different conditions. So, you, it, it is not obvious to me... That uh, I'm sorry to kind of mimic KD here, but it's not obvious to me that Yehari will be a better alternative to Pujara at least at this stage. See,
0: eventually every cricket every cricket writer, cricket podcaster, everybody eventually will turn into KD. So it's okay. You can mimic KD. That is fine.
1: No, don't (laughs) turn
0: turn into
2: me. No, I am already there. No, why you want to turn (laughs) into me? If that is the No, problem. but then you go and <laughs> give 196. No, then I've got to like, okay, you are moving away from the territory. You've got to come into your territory.
0: Uh, talking about the, the batting itself. I mean, K, first of all, KL as uh, vice captain is again quite uh, interesting given how KL basically two series ago was not even in the team. And then he came back. He came back into the England team. Then he, of course, he got injured. But now he's the vice captain. So... Kohli gets injured for some reason and KL Rahul is leading your test team which is you know quite a story in itself but uh, you know but it's it proof of yeah.
1: my theory you know it's proof of my theory that it doesn't matter who is captain three stump three stump three, three stump with an
0: Indian jersey remember the, <laughs> remember that discussion yeah 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 of course of course no but you uh, Indian batting in South Africa it's going to be quite interesting I mean Mayank himself I mean he's Of course, had a fantastic series against New Zealand. Fantastic uh, series at home. But this will be a a very interesting challenge for him abroad. KL also, I mean, of course, he had a good series in England. But now he's coming back. And South Africa is a whole new different challenge. Pujara Kohli, not in the greatest of form. Definitely far from their peak. Uh, And then you have that final slot, which we discussed, where all of them are, you know, Shreyas is new. Rahane is uh, not in form. Vihari, again, a uh, un- bit of an unknown. It's quite a. It could be. Uh, I, I won't be surprised if India collapsed in a couple of innings there for no scores.
1: So the, I, I believe this series in is going to be 230 place, 220, something like that on average. And so collapses are to be expected. There is no. I will be very, very surprised if there is going to be a 450 score or 500 score from either teams. So so it's okay i mean uh, that's on par with how how much uh, pujara and kohli and rahane have been like they have been in their mid 20s average and that is going to be 250 is going to be the score anyways for this series so batting those those 40 50 runs if you can manage squeeze somewhere uh, that will be an
0: advantage to the team it just brings us back to the point about how Ashwin's selection becomes almost uh, crucial then. Because, you know, the moment you're talking about a 220-230 kind of series, then you want your lower order to be chipping in with that 50-60 runs as well, right? So, Ashwin's batting automatically becomes important. Pant, of course, is there. But the it, India's fast bowlers, I mean, Ishan Sharma, you can say, he can hang around. But uh, I don't really know how his batting has been. Uh, hey, Tami and
1: Bumbra, man. They had a great partnership in England.
0: So yeah, yeah, of course, of course, then, and in Australia also, no, they had some. I think uh, they had a. Sriracha. I
1: mean, Shami and Boo had a good partnership in the twenty eighteen series as well. Some 30-20 these guys make. And what I mean, be has right. happened to our man, man?
0: Who? Who? Lord. A uh, lord, lord. Lord has not even been brought into this uh, discussion, unfortunately. Yeah. I I
2: don't start.
0: So. I mean, it'll go uh, another hour. Then, if Lord comes in, then Ashwin is out, boss. Yeah, exactly. That is the crucial thing.
1: No, no, Lord no. Will... Lord comes in, then Lord comes in, then Ishant is out. I
0: think. Uh, yeah, could be. Actually, yeah, Shardul, Shardul is an interesting option. And in South Africa, I mean, given. His uh, style of bowling could be, could be a good option too. I think he not? having
1: his literal honeymoon. I mean, literally he just got married but so this may be his honeymoon. So I don't know. <laughs> but I don't think that's the reason why he's not. I here. don't think that's the reason. But
0: anyways, I don't know. Artikeya is posting emotional posts about Washington Sundar, six against Cummins and all. This is now reached a new level.
1: What emotion? All I said is I would
2: buy a poster. <laughs> Isn't that like peak emotion by your standards? No i have posted he, he has made people cry there. and all
0: you're making people cry and all kd for uh, emotionally <laughs> this is now people yeah. are crazy i mean <laughs> soon soon you'll have uh, kd writing you know uh, articles full of psychobabble and then that's it then that's all we can all give up cricket <laughs> what a bowler come system <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly you will you will say the the sheer character Shown by Washington Sundar in Gabba and all. Then that's all. It was a fluke, man. I wrote about (laughs) it. It's it's the time of will over skill.
1: (laughs) I told you I'd write about it. I wrote about it. I even wrote that it was a fluke.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, we shouldn't uh, distract ourselves too much now. Uh, But uh, I have not watched too much of uh, South Africa. I didn't watch too much of that South Africa-Pakistan series. But you people can tell me. Uh, Apart from, I think... Markram had a good sort of a little bit of a few good innings. But apart from that, who is going to mainly score runs for them? Elgar, is it? Elgar is their main guy. Yeah, he's because Bauma, I don't think… Bauma did well also, I think, in Pakistan, right? I
1: think Markham did uh, well. I think he had 100 also. At, uh, fourth innings, 100.
0: Yeah. So, I
1: think the squad would be uh, Elgar, uh, Bauma, uh, Markham, Three sure slots. Uh, Van Der thats the fourth slot. So there'll be one batting slot uh, that will be between either Keegan Peterson or when Deacock leaves Kyle Warren. So I think those those will be the five batting slots. Uh, Vian Mulder will be the all-rounder, perhaps, and then you'll have four bowlers or uh, five bowlers if if you want four paces plus. Uh, Keshav Maharaj. You'll have five slots, so you, that that is pretty much going to be the squad for them. So if uh, is, leaves, who's the keeper? The that Kyle Varan. I think Kyle Varane, Oh, Varan. Uh, played. Uh, I think against uh, West Indies. So I think they'll go with him. So that will probably be their level. So it's it's not going to be very different from what they. No, no, they
2: had another, and, uh, another keeper batsman called uh, Ryan uh, Rickleton, who's uh, who will likely replace. Uh, and the cock when he leaves
1: right but uh, I, I i i would be tempted if i were south africa i mean to go with four fast bowlers and a spinner
2: no so yeah. olivier coming back it's a little tricky so do you do you play the all-rounder and maharaj or do you play four fast bowlers and the all-rounder or do you play basically the your Nokia, rabada gidi olivier um and Mulder or Maharaj, so that's the question, right? So, or you drop one of the fast bowlers, play Mulder and Maharaj, but that will be a compromise. I don't think they'll do that. Especially when you get Olivier back on who's apparently in, in sort of really sterling form in, uh, in domestic cricket as well. So, there's no question that they'll play the four. So, Rabada, Ngiri, Nokia, uh, Olivia is like a certainty. Between Maharaj and Mulder, they might choose depending on the conditions. And Mulder, of course, also gives you the batting uh, advantage. Elgar Makram will open. Uh, Keegan Peterson, I mean, he's just started, so he'll continue. see will bat at number four. Number five uh, will be Bauma, of course. Uh, and then and six is uh, Quinton. When Quinton leaves, they will get uh, this backup keeper. Uh, and uh, yeah, Rick-
0: Rickleton. Yeah. yeah.
2: So that seems to be, unless somebody gets injured, I don't see this lineup changing. So essentially, the only question comes down to do they play uh, Vian Mulder or, or uh, Maharaj?
0: Uh, but uh, but I want to say that, you know, as much as the talk is about, you know, with Rabada, Norkia and uh, Ngidi and Olivia being like the main talk, that's all good. But I saw this, uh, I've been watching a bit of this Mulder in the recent series. He's very good, especially in South Africa. He brings a, he's a great option for them, has that wonderful seam position, gets the ball to move a bit, gets in that 20-30 runs with the bat. He's a... Wonderful option to have in number seven when you're playing there. So, and a
2: very, very handy fifth bowler. So it makes sense for South Africa to play him, to get conditions where they can drop Maharaj and play him, which also negates Dershwin's threat substantially. So my guess is we will get conditions similar, you know, that makes them play four plus Mulder rather than Maharaj. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So uh, spoken about the team's conditions, drama, uh, history. I think we've covered quite a lot only thing left is the wrong predictions, as usual. Um, so, okay, let me start off, uh, why not, uh, I'll hedge as usual, uh, I'll go with 1-1 one, one, and uh, there will be some rain or something that will make the third one a draw. Okay, Ashoka?
1: 2-1 India. Let <laughs> me go with 2-1 India.
0: Uh, ever the optimist. Very why good. Why not? Mm. Yeah. But you, you were right, right? England, you said, uh, what did you say England? I said uh, 4 1 India, but
1: uh, I would take it could 3 be, 1 India. Should so be 3 two, 1. Yeah yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Mahesh. I'm going to go with 2 1 South Africa
0: uh, and Bauma to have a great series. Oh, double prediction. Very good, very good. You can get so many things wrong. Huh? KD. Oh, I don't know. It,
1: it depends on who. If everybody is fit, I think India should win. But. My sense is that with this COVID and all this uh, it's very doubtful that India are going to stay, everybody keep especially the bowlers fit. So I'll say that I'd say one, one is, 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 you know, keeping everything in mind, assuming that the tests go ahead, which given what's going on is still, uh, you know, not a certainty.
0: Yeah, yeah, of Even course. I right. mean, with uh, variant and everything, and anything, anything could happen. I mean, tests could get cancelled, series could get cancelled. Anything can happen.
2: Yeah. What's it South Africa? What's it about South African series and the uncertainty around starting? I mean, they have no money. <laughs> or or finishing. In in the case of 2001 series, it was about finishing. The third test was unofficial. In the case of 2010, uh, was it 10 or 13? That series where it was about uh, Srinivasan, uh kind of. You know, holding the cards close to his chest and not figuring out when, and not not committing to going there. Eventually, it was truncated into a two-test series, which was originally supposed to be three. And and they used Sachin's last test as a reason to not travel at that time. Um, Yeah, South Africa series has something about about not starting on time.
0: Also, a crucial point that we have not even mentioned is that Virat Kohli is going to be playing his 100th test in Cape Town. And that is... KD, you have to tell us the stats of people who have played the 100th test and what Virat Kohli is going to do. You have to put a projection of his score in that 100th test. Big match, big match. Big match, exactly. Big match player. Big occasion.
1: <laughs> Kohli is always a party when it matters. Yeah. yeah, You're assuming he's going to get picked.
0: <laughs> he's the captain, man. I mean, unless he gets injured, of course. Yeah. For now. <laughs> yeah, for now, yeah, exactly. Nana has already said, "Leave
2: it to BCCI." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like,
0: yeah I, I,
1: I, I did, I did see one wonderful line on, like Gavaskar like very coyly says, "There is a discrepancy here." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like he says, "BCCI president should clear up the discrepancy
0: You know, it's, yeah, it's and, like as if, like as if. And like, the... it's a, as if it's like some totaling error, you know, somewhere. <laughs> and and the piece that you mentioned that you read the Sharda Ugra piece, it it uh, alludes to this, and it sort of uh, mentions that Gavaskar said it's a discrepancy, and then it also mentions discrepancy on the scale that exists between China and Taiwan. So yeah, <laughs> I think that was a apt way to describe it. So yeah, I will link all these articles uh, in the notes. I will uh, you know, I can you can listen to our sort of a podcast that reviewed the India-New Zealand series to get a bit more, uh, you know, perspective on the team and the performances. Uh, South Africa, I think, uh, you know, is always exciting. So, looking really looking forward to this series. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining. Ashoka Mahesh Kartikeya. Hopefully, we can catch up after, uh, you know, the first test. I mean, the the thing is, the problem is the tests are all so close by that by the time we do a review of the test the next test may already have started but we'll try we'll try to definitely do reviews of tests but we'll obviously surely do a review of the series at the end of it so uh, 81allout.com is our website you can go there and listen to our previous podcasts Uh, please subscribe to you know you can download the any of your podcast apps and you know sign on to 81allout spread the word leave a rating leave a review Uh, buy the book that we recently republished war minus the shooting can buy it on amazon uh, there's e-copy paperback and as i said in india and especially if you're in bangalore you can go to the atta Galata bookstore but they also it's a bookstore that also delivers uh, by courier so you can uh you know tweet them or you can write to them i'll put all the details in the show notes thanks thanks for joining and uh you know advance wishes for christmas and new year but hopefully we'll meet uh, by the end of the year as well. He'll come back for the second. India have won the test match. India have won the series. They're going to get back for two. India are home. Lords goes wild.